With One for Kids TV, your little ones will enjoy lots of animated series, catchy songs, and engaging stories, all designed to teach them the beauty of Islam in an enjoyable and fun way. Our content will inspire and entertain your children while increasing their love for Allah and His Prophet Download the One for Kids TV app now from the Apple, Google, and Amazon stores today. My dear respected brothers and sisters, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala honor every single one of you. In today's khutbah, I want to speak a little bit about those five human beings that died in the submarine. I'm sure every single one of us came across these articles. These five individuals who each paid a quarter of a million pounds in order to go and see the wrecked Titanic, right? A hundred kilometers they had to go underground. In order to just see, to view the wreckage of this Titanic. My brothers and my sisters, when you think about it, subhanAllah, a quarter of a million they paid. In order to do what? To build the masjid? Was it in order to feed the poor? It was just to go and view, right, a ship that wrecked over a hundred years ago. My brothers and my sisters, reflect on what kind of lives they lived prior to this actually taking place. And where all of their wealth is at this moment in time. If they spent a quarter of a million just to go and view a wrecked Titanic, that will give you a bit of an idea of how much they actually possess in wealth. الآن, what about now? And this, my brothers and my sisters, is the state of anyone who possesses a great amount of wealth. It is a question they really need to think about. What am I doing with my wealth? Where is my wealth going to go after I depart from this world? As someone who distributes the inheritance of those who pass away. How often do we find someone who has left behind millions? Right? And they ask me now to distribute this wealth in a manner that is pleasing to Allah, in a manner that has been mentioned in the Holy Quran, in how the inheritance is distributed, right? I'm sure we've come across the verses in the Quran. A quarter is given to this individual, a sixth is given to that, half is given here and so on and so forth. And there's a lot of money that needs to be distributed. And the children are at each other's necks. The children now, who have inherited all of this wealth, all of these properties, you can see murder in their eyes. Who does he want to murder? He wants to maybe murder his blood brother. Even though subhanAllah, when you think about it, all of this wealth that is being left behind, right? is enough for him to live a comfortable life maybe for the next 50 years. But still, he sees it as insufficient. He has murder in his eyes. He wants to take the portion or the amount allocated to his brother. My brothers and my sisters, the Messenger ﷺ, he told us in a hadith, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks, قَالَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى إِنَّا أَنزَلْنَا الْمَالَى 
Indeed, we have sent down wealth. In order to do what with wealth? Has this question ever come to mind, my brothers and my sisters? This wealth that has been sent down, what is the primary objective of this wealth that we possess? Is it for us to enjoy our lives with it? Is that the primary, number one objective behind why wealth was sent down? Or was it maybe for me to buy cars with it, buy homes with it, to make business with it? Not that I'm saying you can't do that with your wealth. Of course you can. You can buy a house, you can buy a car. However, what is the primary objective of this wealth that was sent down. Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam tells us, Inna anzalna al-mala, quoting Allah, we have indeed sent down this wealth. لِإِقَامِ الصَّلَاةِ الزَّكَاةِ In order for you to carry out your prayers. Wealth being sent down and the primary objective is for us to carry out our prayers. And then he also mentioned, right, and also to give charity with it. That is the primary objective. So let's turn over that for a moment. Allah is sending down His wealth. And the primary objective is for me to carry out my salah. What do we take from this? The primary objective that me and you have both been created for is none other than worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Everything else is secondary in life. وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسِ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ As Allah said in the Qur'an. I did not create man and jinn except to worship me. That's my primary objective. And I cannot fulfill my sole reason of existence, right, of worshipping Allah, except by learning about my religion. Except me learning about why Allah Azza wa created me, why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has instructed me to carry out all of these acts of worship and how to go about doing so. Otherwise, I am failing in my reason of existence. That's the primary objective. Everything else is secondary. Now we ask ourselves, my brothers and my sisters, right? When we wake up in the morning, what's the first thing I as a human being is thinking about? Is it how to increase the numbers on my Barclays bank account, on my NatWest bank account, is that the first thing on my mind? Or is it maybe, how can I, with what Allah, the Almighty God, has blessed me with, what can I do now in order to maybe seek closeness to the Almighty? Which of course is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created this wealth. For us to gain closeness to Allah. Right? There are people, my brothers and my sisters, from the moment they wake up, the first thing on their mind is, how can I get closer to Allah? That doesn't mean he's going to be neglecting his rights that Allah has placed over his shoulders. The rights of looking after his family, the rights of paying the rent. No. And when you have this kind of mindset, my brothers and my sisters, it comes with a sweetness, it comes with joy that cannot really be put into words. Look at this beautiful statement of Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, which will put our priorities into perspective. 
our reason of existence will maybe inshallah ta'ala take a turn for the better in our minds. He said, Salawatu Rabbi wa salamu alayhi. Man kanati dunya hamna farraqallahu alayhi amrah wa ja'ala faqrahu bayna aynayhi. He, the Prophet وسلم, said, whoever makes the dunya his main focus and priority. I'll say that again. From the moment he wakes up, right? From the moment he wakes up, his main focus is nothing other than the glitters and the glamours of this world. That's his main focus, right? That's the first thing on his mind. Look what the Messenger is saying is going to happen to him. Allah Azza wa Jal will make his affairs fall apart. His life will begin to fall apart. Right? My brothers and my sisters, a group of people that I deal with on a regular basis, right? They are the top end of society. Those that are filthy rich, right? Some of them, if they wanted to hire a private jet now, to go from one side of the world to the other, he has the means to do so. Right? Even though he has the glitters and the glamours of this world, a fingertip away, he's still miserable, he's still sad, he's still paining my brothers and my sisters. Right? His affair, his affair is falling apart. And that is because, as the Messiah told us, whoever's main focus and priority is none other than the glitters and the glamours of this world. Right? And I'm sure a lot of us have come across individuals who are of this kind of category. Just the other day I was sending to my little brother a video from one of these YouTubers who has everything you can think of. I was like, here's another one. Whenever I come across these videos, I send it to my little brother. All of these YouTubers. What they all have in common is money, wealth, fame, girls. All of that which many today are looking to acquire. They've got all of that. But what they all have in common also is how they're spiritually dead and empty. How they are depressed. How they are sad. And all of this is skyrocketing right through the roof. Depression rates. Right? How people are spiritually dead and empty. Unfortunately. Right? Messenger is telling us his affair is going to fall apart. The only thing that will reach him of this dunya is that which was written down for him. And then look what the Messenger said right after that. Whoever makes the hereafter his main focus and priority. His main focus and priority, brothers and sisters, does that mean you're going to neglect aspects of this world? Of course not. Allah said, Don't forget about your fair portion of this world. Ibn Kathir says, Food, drink, and the things that are permissible. No problem. You can engage in that. It's fine. You can go to the restaurant every now and again to enjoy yourself. No one is saying you can't. However, that's not my main objective. Messenger is saying, whoever makes the akhirah his main focus, Allah will take care of everything for him. Allah will take care of everything for him. 
The difference between this person and the other is that this person, even though he's still going to work, but the first thing on his mind from the moment he wakes up is, how can I get closer to Allah? As for the first person, he's thinking about how can I increase the numbers in my hisab, in my bank account. Just the mindset has been tweaked. But look what Allah Azza wa Jal gives this individual for just this different type of mindset. Allah will take care of everything for him. Allah will place that richness, that contentment, that fulfillment inside of his heart. Just because he tweaked it a little bit, his main focus is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Right? And this, my brothers and my sisters, is something that can't be bought with money. Crying out. Wallahi, the other day, I was sitting with a rapper that came from Manchester to visit me. One of the mainstream, biggest rappers at this moment in time. Right? He's got everything you can think of. However, sitting there saying to me, brother, anxiety. Right? I feel depressed. I feel out of it. And it's not rocket science to understand why he's going through that. Right? When your life becomes filled with haram, when your life, my brothers and my sisters, is filled with lack of remembrance of Allah, what do you expect to take place? And he himself admitted to me, when I started praying, my anxiety levels started decreasing. I started feeling a lot better spiritually. Right? الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَتَطْمَئِنُّوا قُلُوبُهُمْ بِذِكْرِ اللَّهِ as the Messiah told us, the one who comes with Iman and he comes with dhikr, he remembers Allah. And when we say remember Allah, and we're not just referring to saying astaghfirullah, 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 which is amazing. But we're talking about fulfilling the rights of Allah upon you. Right? And indeed with the remembrance of Allah, the hearts will be at peace, my brothers and my sisters. A peace, a contentment that people are crying out for. Right? Especially when you are doing that haram, guys. With this wealth that Allah has granted us, He has blessed us with. We might be utilizing it for haram. Whether it may be a haram way to purchase a property. Whether it may be a haram way now to make money. Right? To source an income. Not caring about how this money is coming. And by the way, this is from the signs of da'wah. From the signs of da'wah, one doesn't care. How we earn this money and what he spent it on. All of this will have a detrimental effect on none other than one's heart. This richness that you desperately want. This contentment. It is as if your heart is being pierced when we carry out these sins. And then the Messenger said right to the end, وَأَتَتْهُ الدُّنْيَا وَهِيَ رَاغِمَةً he made the Akhirah his main focus and priority. The dunya will be dragged to him. The dunya will be dragged to him. Without him even really going out his way, it will be brought to him on a plate. And that's just because it was tweaked. My beloved brothers and sisters, a huge responsibility that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed over our shoulders is the responsibility of our children which we have maybe become distracted from because of none other than mal. 
none other than the glitters and the glamours of this world, the wealth that we are maybe pursuing, chasing after, right? At the expense of who? At the expense of our children. A lot of us, from the moment we wake up, the first thing on our minds is, how can I leave my children in a comfortable financial situation? If I depart, I can leave all of this wealth behind, my brothers and my sisters. Remember what I spoke about at the beginning of the khutbah. Those five that spent a quarter of a million pounds or dollars, however much it was, or whatever currency it was, just to go and see the wrecked Titanic. Right? All of that wealth that they're going to leave behind. They were making all of this wealth. Did they actually really enjoy that wealth when you think about it? There are people like that, right? They're chasing, 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 accumulating, accumulating, saving up, stacking. But then before he's about to enjoy that wealth, he passes away. And who's the one that's going to benefit from it? None other than his children. But are they really going to benefit from it? That's a big question that I want everyone to really give some thought to. So this huge responsibility that Allah has placed over us, our children. He, the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said, مَا مِنْ عَبْدٍ يَسْتَرْعِيهِ اللَّهُ رَعِيَّهِ يَمُوتُ يَوْمَ يَمُوتُ وَهُوَ غَاشٌ لِرَعِيَّتِهِ There's not a person who has had a responsibility placed over him. The responsibility of his children. The day when he dies, he dies as someone that has deceived his children. How can one who's loving and who's going out in the morning now to work for his children... To put a roof over their heads and to put food on the table. Deceive his children, you're probably asking yourself. Right? The day when he dies, he dies as someone who has deceived his children. And Allah will make the Jannah haram upon that individual. Allah will make the Jannah haram upon that individual. What is it that he didn't do? What is the Messenger talking about? Is he talking about not putting a roof over their heads? He's not talking about that, even though that's very important. Is he talking about not putting food on the table? No, he's not talking about that, even though that's very important. Hadith states, وَلَمْ يُحِطْهَا بِنُصْحِهِ He did not advise them accordingly. That's why he dies as someone who has deceived his children. He dies as someone who the Jannah has been made haram upon. Because he did not advise them accordingly. As a father, you're doing amazing by working for them. However, my brothers and my sisters, that which is most important is making sure that they become educated about their religion. Because if you don't, my brothers and my sisters, you might well leave behind all of this wealth and all of these homes. And because they don't fear Allah, جل, they're going to be at each other's necks. As I mentioned at the beginning, murder in his eyes. He wants to take the life of his blood brother. Right? Because of his stinginess and his greed, he's seeing all of this wealth going elsewhere. Even though he has the same amount. And this amount is enough to keep him good for maybe the next 50 years still. Once more and more. Right? And as the Messenger told us, you give the son of Adam a mountain of gold. That's still not enough. He wants a second. And then he wants a third. وَلَا يَمْلَأُ جَوْفَ بْنِ آدَمْ إِلَّا التُّرَابِ 
And the only thing that is what? Going to fill the interior of this human being is if you get the soil and shove it down his throat. Right? This, my brothers and my sisters, is the reality of this dunya. Right? The reality of this world that we are so working hard for. That we, my brothers and my sisters, a lot of us may not necessarily enjoy much of. And even if we think that, let me now go and spend this money. Let me go and buy this. Let me go and buy that. Wallahi alladhi la ilaha I swear by the Lord of the Kaaba. Right? This dunya is none other than a deception. It is there to entice you to beautify itself. The moment you buy this house, you'll be happy. The moment you buy this car, you'll be happy. The moment you go on to that holiday, you'll be happy. You do this, you'll be happy. This is what the dunya is telling us. And then you acquire a part of it. You now have your dream house. Thinking, okay, I'm going to now be okay in my world, right? Well, that's what we thought. You're back to square one again. You get bored of it. This is the reality of this world. You get bored of it. And then you're just looking at what is the next big thing that I can do that will perhaps grant me the happiness. And you'll never ever get there. And that is because the way Allah has created our hearts, my brothers and my sisters, it craves for its creator and none other. It needs Allah in his life. It needs Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's what we need in our lives. Right? This is the reality of this wealth that we possess, my brothers and my sisters. So now the ball is in our court. What is it that we want to do with the wealth that we possess? Right? Are we more worried about the education of our children on an Islamic level? Because again, brothers and sisters, and I'm just going to be very frank, Right? I say it everywhere. Right? If we don't invest in our children right now, tomorrow, don't be surprised. When that child is coming home from school, right? And he's saying, Dad, what pronoun should I use? Confused about his identity. Right? Every other week we are dealing with a case where one now has become confused. And again, I'm just quoting my brothers and my sisters. Abu Taymiyyah doesn't have his own views and opinions just in case someone wants to pin something onto me, right? The Daily Mail, at the age of nine, at the age of nine, and I'm sure we've all seen it, the age of nine, they are being given homework. What's the homework? Go and play around with your private parts. It's on the Daily Mail. This is the reality that we're facing. At the age of 12, to our daughters, that which is being popularized and beautified in their eyes, go and carry out. Wallahi ana astahi. I feel embarrassed to maybe even mention this on the pulpit of what they're telling them to do at the age of 12. Something that is shunned upon in our religion with regards to intercourse. Right? This is what is being taught to them. This is what is being popularized and normalized. And they are becoming desensitized to it. Right? While we are out of the house so busy, and then we come home thinking that everything is perfectly fine, but far from it. And they message us. We have to pick up the pieces. We have to speak to them because they are confused. Right? There are parents, my brothers and my sisters, that sit down with their children every single night. Not because they've done something wrong, because some parents, 
the only relationship they have with their children is the back of the hand. When he's done something wrong, he backhands him. Or he calls him into the office. Why did you do this? It's always why, why, why? It's never, just how are you? Let's talk. Let's have a discussion. Right? Building that bond. Them being comfortable around their parents. Right? They sit down with their kids every single day. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you all and protect us from the evil. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana wa fil akhirati hasana wa qina adha bin nar. Rabbana hab lana min azwajina wa dhuriyatina qurrata ayun. Waj'anna lilmuttaqina imama. Rabbana asif anna adhaba jahannam. Inna adhaba kana gharama. Inna asaat mustaqarran wa muqama. Lut alayhi salatu wa salam would make the dua. Rabbina jini wa ahli mima ya'malun. Oh Allah protect me and my family from what they are doing so we say. ربنا جنا وأهالينا مما يعملون سبحانك اللهم بحمدك شهد أن لا إله إلا أنت أستغفرك وأتوب إليك وأخير الصلاة. Have you ever wished that there was a Muslim version of YouTube or Netflix? Well, we have created one. The One Islam TV app has no adverts, and is safe to browse for your peace of mind. Watch hundreds of high-quality produced Islamic reminders, Quran videos, stories of the prophets, hot topic, debates, and so much more. Four to eight new videos are uploaded daily, inshallah. You can watch or listen to videos while your device is switched off. Watch videos on demand or download videos and watch offline. One Islam TV is 100% run and owned by Muslims, which means... The small amount you pay for your subscription is a sadaqa jariya, continuous charity for you, as we use the funds raised to continue producing more beneficial videos and reminders, insha'Allah. The One Islam TV app is now available on Apple devices, Apple TV, Android devices, Android TV, Amazon Fire TV, and Roku, so you can watch on most devices and smart TVs. Download now for a free 7-day trial. May Allah reward you for supporting our work. Mm -hmm.